Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Happy Gemini season. Hello, it's our June. birthday month. Oh, I'm not very good at um, harmonizing. I'm sorry. It's two days from my birthday, three days from yours, and Woo-hoo! four days from our live show. Yes, that's right. We have one more time to promote that. So we're doing a birthday benefit bash, I think is what I'm called it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a live show on Zoom. Um, so you guys should come join us. I think the link is, um, oh gosh, bit.ly. Dot A-T-W-D B-Day bash. Or slash, yeah, ATWWD. It's also in our Instagram bio. <laughs> yeah, Don't just worry. Go there. <laughs> just go there. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, it's going to be super fun. So we're doing a live show again for people who are just hearing about this. Um, it is through Zoom. It is a $10 donation. With all 100% of the proceeds are going to COVID relief. Yeah. And uh, it is going to be super fun. It has nothing to do with the Here for the Booze tour. So if you have tickets for that, still get tickets for this. No spoilers. Um, no spoilers. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. We're all going to hang out. Uh, I think it should still be available. Um, so please come. Yeah, we would love that. And we are very excited to celebrate our birthdays with you. And we're, what? I, I got to say something. What? Okay. First of all, I have two announcements. One oh, of them, what? one of them, everyone saw on Instagram last night, but I'm like fucking losing my mind over it. What? So I know you saw it because you DM me like, what is going on? So, uh, I forget. <laughs> so my friend Cece back home got me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> so if you've ever listened to me on Instagram, I have said before, like during Instagram lives or Marvel Mondays, people have asked what my biggest fear is. I fucking hate fish. Like I <laughs> hate fish. I, it stops me from like going in the ocean and in lakes. Like I refuse to be in bodies of water with fish. I literally have a fear of eating fish because I'm afraid it's going like, to literally come back to life and flounder around in my stomach. This is real. Like Em has told me this in, in- sincere confidence before i I don't know what's wrong with me i I, it's like i need to probably go to like natural phobia it's It's, okay okay it's not normal per se but (laughs) when i was when i was three i had a really bad fish that a goldfish like ate me alive and it's a bad fish a bad dream sorry oh I had I a, me like ate some bad salmon or something. No, no, no. I had a dream that a fish tried to eat me alive. And it's, I'm, I know that was the beginning of this. Well, yeah, I don't blame you. And, um, but so anyway, my friend Cece, she's known me since we were like eight years old and she knows how much I hate fish. And so apparently <laughs> she saw this thing on Instagram and she was like, you know, who would hate this M and so sent it to me <laughs> for my birthday. And so these are my brand new favorite, uh, sandals. They're horrific. <laughs> flip flops, which apparently are called flish, fish flops. I was going to say, it's a good pun there. Yeah. And also like their tail like flips up so it, it holds your foot in and all that. It's like a fish. If you're not watching this on YouTube, it's like it looks like an actual fish, like shiny, has gills. So and this it's is for the, your foot. This is the green one. They have different colors and they're all different types of fish. So, like the pink one is salmon. They have like a At blue tuna your favorite one. Color. That's true. And it definitely looks like my exact nightmare fish. Yeah, it so. does look like it's going to eat you. <laughs> so anyway, I'm excited about that. And also, 
my other announcement is also a birthday thing for you, which I can't tell you yet, but I, it's so, I'm so, I'm so stressed about it because it's so close to our birthdays. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be done in time, but that's fine. Oh, that's fine. But in the middle of the night, I made a really wild quarantine purchase for you. And Oh my God. Okay. I texted Eva about it and I was like, I don't even know why I did this. <laughs> um, okay. This makes but, me very intrigued. But uh I'm I it's gonna be interesting. I don't I don't know how to explain it to I'm you. I'm so it's- excited. Your your last gift uh, well I'll f- I I'm not wanna reveal anything, but I think everything's in place for your birthday now. Oh good. I, 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 I literally found this thing last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm getting it tomorrow. I What is it? Just to totally throw you off, I'm literally going to rent a U-Haul tomorrow and pick it up. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And what? it's also it also like it's a little I don't want to say too much, but it's like a random thing I saw and I was like it makes no sense. It has nothing to do with Christine, but I'm going to turn it into something for Christine. <gasps> Oh my so, god, I'm so excited and, and nervous. It was just the stupidest thing I've ever done, but I'm really I've decided it has to happen okay, now and there's no turning back. You got me really excited. I cannot wait. Well, so we have and to I already, decide it. I finished your birthday presents like two weeks ago and I was like, I am so like fucking prepared. <laughs> Shit is handled. Like, That's I think the danger. Most, most of, of it's already prepared. been mailed to you, right? You've gotten a lot of I it. I got one and Blaze was like, and you had put a different name on it and Blaze was yeah. like, I don't know who this is and I was like, I don't either and we almost like sent it back. I texted you. Had texted you texted me like in the middle of us moving and I was like, I don't like, I was like, what in the world? And then I just like missed it but since we're at a new house we just assumed it was like an old owner or something it like didn't hit right away and then i was like oh that's from m and blaze is like mm-hmm. i don't even want to know what's going on anyway, um but yes so- we received one of them but oh my gosh this is very exciting we haven't we're gonna do i think a gift exchange for patreon right yeah we just haven't scheduled it yet so no but uh most things i'm that makes me a little nervous because i got notifications saying that things definitely shipped to you oh shipped maybe not delivered okay we're fine yeah but I'm very excited about this weird ass thing. It literally, I'm telling you, when I first saw it, I was like, I love it and I need it and I don't have any reason for it because it has <gasps> nothing to do with you or me. And I was like, I need to, <laughs> I was like, I need to find a reason for why this would make sense. And so now I'm like using my like art skills and like trying to like, what? Trying oh to make God, it I'm into something that so makes sense. So excited. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy Seating Collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink list 
listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. That's all. Anyway, welcome to our listeners episode of the month. Hello, everyone. We're We're going to read fun stories that you sent in. You nailed it. What? Sorry. No, I mean, that's basically it. That's what a listener's episode is, I guess. But if you are new here, we do this on the first of every month. And yes. you can also submit your own stories um, to and that's why we drink at gmail.com. Or you can also uh, send them through our website and that's why we drink.com. And I believe sometimes we, I mean, I believe, it, I mean, yes, I sometimes force themes into the episodes. Um, but I believe this time we picked, we just yelled birthday. So Eva found birthday stories. Yeah, it's Gemini season. It's there was no other way this was going to happen. Always expect once a year there will be a birthday theme. We'll get through it together, everyone. Don't worry. So, uh, and Eva said that there is a bonus episode or a bonus uh, story at the end of this episode. Ooh, so. okay. Excited. So I'll start off. The first story is from, excuse me, Tori. She, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Um, and the subject is birthday cakes get messed up by ghost. Okay. So, That's like very birthday, yeah, on point, (laughs) on theme. Very on brand. So, uh, Tori says, Hi, and that's why we drink family. Since you asked for for party-themed stories, oh, maybe that's what we did. Oh, Party-themed stories. (laughs) I thought I'd share my family's ghostly tradition. Ever since I was a little kid, I have never really had a nice, perfect birthday cake, and they always get crushed or they topple over somehow. Oh, sounds like a cursed cake. Yeah. Um... One instance that really stands out to me is my birthday. I think I was maybe 10 or so. And my mom and I were at the grocery store picking out a cake for my birthday the next day. As we were standing in the checkout line, my cake, which was well within the cart and couldn't have slid out, lifted itself and fell onto the floor still in the carton. What? (laughs) 
Okay. This this is when I first remember my mom telling me about our cake curse. Um, apparently, my grandmother used to drop birthday cakes all the time, oh and so God. every so every year our birthday cakes get messed up one way or another. And if they don't get messed up, we specifically screw them up by stabbing them with forks because apparently it's good luck for us. Oh, that's cute. So if a cake gets messed up, it's my grandmother dropping it to say hey and wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> it's like Emmett. That's why. I remember that time? No, that Christine. birthday I accidentally. Well, it was intentional. I. I dropped now the it cake. now it was. <laughs> I yeah, dropped uh-huh. the cake for good luck. You literally dropped it right into my lap and said, "Did you want to eat that?" Which apparently <laughs> meant good luck. Yes, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is that they are still in the carton when they fall, so you can still eat it. Oh, that's, a, that's well. Nice. Yours wasn't quite like that, I guess. No, mine literally <laughs> fell into my lap, which thanks to your house also was covered in dog fur. So I basically ate a geo cake afterwards. Uh, I mean, try to stop me from eating my birthday cake off the floor. <laughs> okay, true. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, I love listening to your podcast. I'm and I'm working while I'm working, and it's one of the things that reminds me of the. Uh, of the day of the week in the quarantine where time is a construct. Stay safe and healthy. Your fellow Gemini Tori. Oh, happy birthday, Tori, whenever your birthday is, first of all. And second of all, um, I love that idea that even if the cake doesn't fall, you like uh, stab it. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah. if I don't mess it up, something different's going to be wrong. So I right. might as well just ruin this. I fully understand that logic, truly. And that th- in that case, you might as well just start doing like smash cakes on purpose. Like you know how oh, you yeah. give a, like a baby a cake and right. like they like smash it. You should mm-hmm. just, as an adult, you should just have. I mean, all don't cakes. we all want an excuse to do that anyway? So there you go. I wonder if you said like out loud to the world, like, "Hey, I'm going to destroy this cake." Would they step aside and let you do it and not ruin your cake? Like, or would they be like, "My turn, my turn"? I don't know. Anyway. It'd be a fun scientific experiment. Definitely based in science. Definitely so. scientific. <laughs> Thank you, Tori. Thank you, Tori. <clears throat> All right. So I have an email from Shayna, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns in 2020, Shayna, um, to use M's quote. So this uh, email, the subject is birthday listener story, two Geminis and a black hole. Okay. Uh-oh. Cool. Sounds um, like when we're in a house together. <laughs> <laughs> The black hole just forms between us and the rest of the world <laughs> falls into it. That's we should just accurate. call your like we should just call the studio the void. It is pretty much a void. Things do just <laughs> tend to disappear in there. Um, okay, so this says to Christine M. Eva and all other animate and inanimate creatures within this cre- excuse me, within this creepy podcast realm. Mm. Mama. My name is Shayna, and I'm coming at you from M's dearly beloved northern neighborhood, Toronto, Canada. <sighs> I love you. I just just finished getting caught up on the podcast and it couldn't have come at a better time as we enter the Gemini season. I've wanted to submit this story for quite some time, but I wanted to be up to date first. It's truly more than coincidence that a birthday listener story request was announced. So let's jump into it. Mm. Oh, like a black hole? I don't know. There's quotes around jump. (laughs) I'd like to tell you the story of my older sister and her childhood best friend who are both born in the month of June, one day apart from each other. That sounds familiar, Em. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> they were inseparable in a love-hate kind of way. Well, that's Wait a minute. Pretty Hang accurate. on a second. Is this about me? <laughs> Are you writing our biography We just assume us? everyone's talking about us um, <laughs> in a love-hate kind of way, or so I'm told. Before I go any further, some information on my family. My mother raised us as Wiccans, and that came with a childhood full of rituals, of rituals, prayers, spells, a love for moon phases and respective energies, and a belief in ghosts, re- Sorry, respective energies and a belief in ghosts, residual energies from haunted souls and a world beyond the one we know. Mm. My mother was never shy to tell this story to me and my other siblings as she believed we were more powerful together. Parentheses. My life was just a sequel to Practical Magic, okay? I was going to say, it sounds like a great fucking life. It does. My older sister, we'll call her Elle, and her friend, we'll call her Esther, were celebrating their third birthdays at Esther's family's townhouse. My mom, dad, and Esther's parents were all sitting around the kitchen table chatting away while Elle and Esther ran up and down a long, narrow, nearby hallway. They would run to the table and run as fast as they could to the end of the hallway where there stood a tall, wide mirror. They'd pause at the mirror each time to make a silly face before running back to the table to do it all over again. This also sounds like us, Em. I mean, you give me a mirror and I'm definitely going to do some weird vanity shit with it. And we're going to stare at ourselves. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 
On the last instance on I'm sorry, on the last instance of getting back to the table, something caused the entire energy in the room to shift. The adults stopped talking, sound seemed to disappear, and Esther halted running abruptly. Each person looked to the mirror at the end of the hall where my sister Elle was heading toward in a full-on sprint. What greeted them was a black, swirling mass that was taking over the entire mirror. Everyone watched in silence as Elle got closer to the swirling mass. My mother suddenly screamed her name and told her to stop, and she did. The voice cutting through the silence seemed to bring everything back to normal because the swirling mass was gone and everyone seemed to break out of the trance that the mass had brought with it. Ooh, I'm sorry. I have like... I pass. Shivers. Pass. (laughs) Pass. The mass is still to this day described as a potential portal to somewhere unknown, and it brought with it a paralyzing effect on everyone except my sister, who was joyfully running straight for it. The idea Uh-oh, that- she's the evil one. Oh, I, yeah. know, I know, I'm like, <laughs> careful with her. The idea that she was the only one unaffected by the paralysis could have meant that the portal was only meant for her. Okay, this is creeping me out. Absolutely right? not. Oh my god. Absolutely. <laughs> this is horrible. Ooh, look at I don't know if you can see my goose cam. Oh, let me go back there. to Zoom. Oh yeah, I have it too, like big time. Oh my god. Mm. Okay. Um, da, da, da. That it could have meant that the portal was only meant for her and had specifically intended to bring her in only. The thought of what would have happened if she didn't stop running still crosses my mind. Esther's family refused to believe in any kind of this stuff, and the families drifted apart pretty soon afterwards. My dad has always been skeptical and will voice when he thinks something is ridiculous, but when the story is being told, he doesn't like to be around. He'll just get quiet and leave the room. Elle doesn't remember any of this, but we all believe something dark and inexplicable could have happened that day. I thought this could be a fun addition to the mirror stories, paired with an additional healthy dose of birthday shenanigans. I am now in my late 20s, and I live alone, and at this point, mirrors haven't been something I've feared, just something I've been curious about. I hope you all have amazing birthdays. I know all too well what a birthday in self-isolation feels like, and honestly, if you're a bit of a homebody, they're actually pretty great. I have tickets to your Toronto show, so I can't wait to see you guys when you come to Canada. Sincerely, Spooky, Shayna team wine yikes Ooh, that was extra creepy i don't know why the ooh the the like you know, meant for her thing ooh. i i gotta be honest i hate that story <laughs> <laughs> i i like that is just terrifying like that it it's particularly sought out a certain person in the group or maybe yes. that person's more like like vulnerable or easily swayed to the dark side or something i mean i don't know what's going on but it's creepy it is because especially since they had been running toward that mirror over and over again the fact that it appeared like right at that moment while she was running toward it it was like it had been sitting there in wait this whole time and also it makes you wonder like if that if they hadn't noticed or like hadn't said something like i wonder if something really wild would have happened and we don't even know we wouldn't have even known what i don't know It it was just so creepy when I tell you I never want to be around that mirror, I mean it. So Or that child. Or that child. <laughs> um, okay, next is uh, from Katie. And uh, Kate, the title to this is Close to Birthday Dream Visitation. Ooh. So Katie says, Hello, Christine, M, Eva, Gio, Junie, Lemon, and the rest of the podcast pals. <laughs> we really have built up quite an ensemble. It's getting really long. <laughs> Uh, my name is Katie and I use they, them pronouns. Oh, love a good baby. Okay. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, you baby. And thank you for being a baby, you, you big baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you typically count dream visitations in, but here's my not necessarily yes. spooky story. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, <clears throat> here's my not necessarily spooky story. Just going to knuckle and buckle right hey. on in. Oh! God this person's winning all sorts of points with me. Like right you now. really like are trying to just hit this pedestal at all turns. Okay. My watch just said, "Are you still working out?" And I was like, "I was literally never working out. I don't know why you think that of me." It's like, are you still having heart palpitations? It's probably my heart. Yeah. <laughs> For context, my Oma, pa- Oma or Ama, Oma. probably Oma. Yeah. Um, my stepmom, her grandkids call her Ama. So. Oh, interesting. Uh. For context, my Oma passed in 2007. She was the third to pass in three years on my mom's side. And my Opa, okay, my Opa passed in 2005. And one of my uncles passed in 2006. Wow. Okay, so everyone's passed on. Uh, It's also not really relevant, but this is the American side of my family. They were the first grandparents I met 
uh, and I was a little German baby when Yay. I met them. So they became Oma and Opa. A little German baby. God damn it. It's like our love child. It, is, it really is. <laughs> and we're Oma and Opa. <laughs> wait a minute. I cannot wait to be an Opa. Okay. Uh, quick fast forward to 2018 and I'll spare the details, but 2013 to 2017 was a really rough period of my life and it was in the, I was in the slow process of recovering. My birthday is at the end of August. Quick shout out to fellow Virgos. Mm-hmm. And I had been really missing my Oma uh, more than usual. So... I was wishing that I could talk to her again and get her advice and when she and what she thought of me and the situations that happened in the previous years. I had had dreams about her before, but it was and still is incredibly rare. Uh, One had happened the night of her funeral and the other happened sometime in 2008. The dream that occurred the night of her funeral was the only time I've heard her talk in a dream in the in the time since I just sense her presence. Mm. Okay. Um, I had the dream the day before, but my, or I had the dream the day before my birthday in 2018 in the dream. I was in my parents' house and I took a picture of their backyard on my cell phone. I put my cell phone away and went on about my business. Later in the dream, I pulled my cell phone back out to show someone a meme or something, but that picture was the first in my camera roll. The picture showed how my parents' backyards looked generic patio set with a grill and the grass and the trees behind it. But my Oma was sitting in one of the chairs where she hadn't been when I took the pictures. My Oma also had a fa- had a dog named Fancy um, when I was a kid who was a glorious fluffy mutt whose butt curtain is only rivaled by Geo's. Uh, Fancy had his head in my Oma's lap and my Oma had been petting him in the picture. Mm-hmm. The person who I wanted to show the meme to looked me in my eyes and said your oma wanted me to tell you that she's so incredibly proud of you and that she loves you so much and she'll never stop loving you (laughs) wow okay we got mirror stories grandparent stories like everything i've ever requested is coming in now also like it's like offensive that they think i can just get through these stories with things like that eva let's just blame eva I don't remember if there was anything after that in the dream, but I woke up crying that morning morning, and I actually spent the whole day incredibly emotional and joked with a friend that I needed a sign around my neck that said fragile handle with care. <laughs> oh my God. I don't blame you. Oh I my love gosh. that. Um, I've had one other dream with her since it happened since, uh, or it happened somewhere around new year's this year. Once again, I took a picture in the dream, but this time it was a selfie of me and my mom in front of the Christmas tree and my Oma appeared in that picture. Sometimes I feel like I'm crazy, but the dreams have a feeling to them uh, that they're more than just dreams. Just to wrap things back around, I have sent, I have seen and felt other family members who have passed. Occasionally when I'm passing a room, I'll see my Opa sitting in a chair with his cane next to it. Whoa. I've smelled the mixture of my uncle's cologne and cigarettes in moments of panic sometimes, like he's there to calm me down. I don't necessarily have any religious beliefs, but I do believe in spirits, reincarnation, that kind of jazz. And it's comforting to have that verification that love extends outside of our physical existence. Why are you an exceptional writer? Okay. I hope this was coherent. I've been teary-eyed and sniffling while writing this because I've never told anyone the full story and it still makes me incredibly emotional to this day. I do have some other stories that I can send in one day, but unfortunately they're not as wholesome. Uh, Yikes. Um, (laughs) I believe they're goose cam worthy, they said. Yes, this one was too. Uh, I love the podcast. I've been listening since early 2018. Hope you're all safe and healthy during this time. Much love and respect, Katie. And also, like... I think it's hysterical that their grandma or their, their Oma like is like the cool Oma who's like, I'm going to show up in dreams, but only technological. Ones. Only in a like, selfie. <laughs> only in the selfie game. With my dog here. also. <laughs> right. Also me and, and on the patio are, like, furniture. <laughs> me, and he, me and Fancy are here to totally like step on your necks when it comes to these selfies. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's such like a, a Linda move to be like, I, you'll find me on the patio if you need me. <laughs> it's like, you know where to find me. Don't you worry. <laughs> I love that. I've had dreams about my Oma and Opa and like only the two of them. Nobody, none of my other grandparents or step grandparents, but there's like a specific feeling to them that feels like different sometimes. I had a dream once that uh, my grandpa visited me in, which was interesting because he had always, whenever he has shown himself to my mom, he's always shown up in her dreams. Mm -hmm. And my mom has sworn that it only happens when she's in like wild 
you know, distress or something. And she just really needs her dad to talk to her. And so she like thinks about him before she goes to bed, she'll have a dream where he shows up and it, she swears it feels like they just caught up. Like it didn't feel like he didn't feel like it was a dream. It felt like she was really like meeting him at a coffee shop and just hanging out with him. And then she wakes up feeling a thousand times better. Yeah. I was always jealous of that. So I was, I've always been like, grandpa, why don't you show up in my dreams? Like what is going on? And he never would. And I would like beg for it for years. And then (laughs) the only time it happened was uh, the day I graduated college. And apparently that was like the one thing that he always wanted for his grandkids was for them to go to college or at least for to see one of them graduate. So anyway, what did he say? He said, I'm proud of you, kid. <gasps> Wait, he, didn't that happen in, when I did that Akashic reading thing and I said he called you kid? And yeah. Like, uh, and also, that like, happened in a dream. He died when I was seven, so I don't really remember him or him calling me kid. I like wouldn't have – I have no recollection of that, but I told my mom and she said that that's what he used to call people. <gasps> Ooh, oh, my goodness. But so he was like massive. He was like this like like built out dude in like a black T-shirt. And I remember he, he gave me a big hug and he went, I'm Aww. proud of you, kid. And that was the whole dream. I was like, thanks for finally showing up. Anyway. (laughs) There you are. (laughs) I had a dream about my grandma and grandpa once, but or my oma and opa, but my grandpa had died and my grandmother was still alive at this point. And in the dream, he was like real and she wasn't. Like she was sort of like a dream character and he was like, I'm real. Like I'm talking to you, but she's just here as part of your like, it was so wild and weird. They were like, he hugged me and she hugged me, but like he was actually there. It felt like he was actually a person I'm ta- I was talking to. And my grandma was just kind of like part of my subconscious. It was weird. the weirdest feeling ever. I like it's how like he was like, real. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's here too. But she's, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you made her up. <laughs> it's like, it's like he muted her and was like, yeah. you and I will talk. <laughs> and actually that was the dream where he said she, she'll be joining me soon. And she died like the next year, but it was like very weird because he was, it was, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was like, he was real and I was real. And then she was not. It was just strange. Anyway. Wow. If um, I go first, I'm going to ruin your fucking dream. I'm, you just, are, I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> I'm going to be like, don't worry. Like, if you were sad, I'm here to just make you mad every day. Like, you're never going to sleep again. <laughs> we're just going to go on adventures in my in my dreams. Right. <laughs> There's, I already take z because I can't sleep. That is not going to help me very much. I'm going to be like, you. double up. <laughs> I know. That melatonin. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Anyway, enough about me. Um, let's read a story from Kat who uses she her pronouns Um, this is an email called a psychic in training told me I'm psychic dot 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 don't tell my mom okay Uh hi everyone please forgive any typos I'm writing this at 1.20 a.m. on a work night and my sleep pattern is all sorts of catty wumpus yes okay (laughs) oh that got me I left my glasses in a different room but I don't feel like getting them correct I feel that also (laughs) So I did something that, as a good Catholic girl, I'm not supposed to. On my birthday adventure a couple years ago, two friends and I were in the city and decided to go see a psychic. We didn't call ahead. We just saw a little girl putting a sign outside of her building and propping the door open. She was waiting at the top of the staircase to her grandma's apartment. She stared at me the whole time, which I'm used to because I'm under four feet tall. I use a wheelchair, and when I do walk, I waddle. So I went back to get my reading, which bothered Oh, sorry. So I went back to get my reading, which bordered on generic until the woman asked me how I was dealing with the passing of my friend's mom, which she couldn't have known beforehand. Then she asked me if the presence around me is someone I know or a stranger, which was really weird because my sisters and I inherited a stereo system. Oh, sorry. My sisters and I inherited a stereo system. We were woken up at 3 a.m. on four random nights with the radio on full blast. Like it was on 11. Ever since we got that goddamn radio, things went missing only to pop up again a few days later. I was trying to apply for my passport, but my birth certificate was missing. I found it in my sheets six months later. Ooh. Nope. Then there was my then there was my uh, personal favorite, my dog, who was so na- naughty as a puppy, I now lovingly refer to her, her as my cute little hell beast, would sit and stare just over my shoulder like there was something standing behind me. Oh, Christ. Well, no wonder you call them the hell beast. Yeah, like, exactly. Staring into the void, being like, Hello. Looking at the portal to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and we were the only ones in the house. The psychic told me that I needed to tell it to leave or at least to calm its shit because we won't stand for a malignant presence in my house. She also told me to keep some holy water handy. When it was my friend's turn, I waited out in the living room with the little girl while she gave my other friend a discounted reading. 
She said she was being trained by her grandma and hoped to be as good as her someday. That is precious, by the way. I love that. I know. Then she asked me uh, if my mom or grandma was training me. My friend and I were like, the fuck? The little girl said that her grandma told her to go open the door because they were getting some special visitors. Oh, sorry. That just creeped me out. I the- oh my God. hate that. <laughs> oh, my God. The girl if, <laughs> if a psychic just came up to me and said, uh, open the door, you have some visitors. Or I guess the, the little kid. Uh, that's worse. If a little kid is like, open the door, there's some visitors. I'd be like, I will triple lock that door. Thank you. Some special visitors. Oh, God. God. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Who? Um, she apolog- the, the little girl apologized for staring at me, but when she saw me on the steps, she could tell I have the gift too. Good night. She, she said that I probably didn't know it yet, but she could tell that I was empathic and could see things others can't. She said I probably didn't know it yet because I didn't have a teacher, but she was willing to bet I wasn't the only one in my family. I'm not going to lie. It weirded me out a little. I've always been empathetic when it comes to people, but the older I get, the more affected I get by others. My boss recently told me I have an uncanny ability to calm and reassure people. She legit asked if I was an empath. I also get deja vu a lot. Sometimes I'm convinced I dreamed of some small thing a few nights before it happens. My mom loves to tell the story about how until I was about five, she would walk in on me holding a conversation with my grandpa who passed away when I was two. Oh, my. Mm-mm. When my friends call me with engagement or baby news, I usually know the day before. I am three for three when it comes to the ring on a string thing for predicting the sex of a baby. The girl was right that I'm not the only weird one in my family. <laughs> Until the day he died, my grandpa swore he could see deceased family members and was even saved by them a few times. Oh. My mom used to know when my sister and or I were going to have a medical emergency before it happened. She said she prayed that gift away or suppressed it because who the hell wants to know their kid is going to get hurt beforehand and not be able to do anything to prevent it. Mm. Although she conveniently forgets about that ability. (laughs) Allegedly, my grandpa's mom had some oddities too, but no one really talks about them. Maybe the girl is right and I'm gifted or maybe I'm just weird. Either way, my friends and I now joke that I am certifiably gifted. Update on the radio ghost. We named him Steve. I told him to get his shit together or hit the road because we were tired of his shit. He calmed down with the radio, and when he stole things, it was only for a few hours. He also stopped annoying my dog. My sisters and I moved about six months ago, and he didn't take the radio, and we didn't take the radio with us. So far, no signs of Steve, but now when we can't find things, we're still in the habit of yelling, God damn it, Steve, give that shit back, or I'm getting the house blessed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Thank you, right. Kat. That's wild. <clears throat> I'm going to just take a, a shot in the dark here and assume that you're gifted yeah we're gonna we know what we decided already it just sounds like you it's too genetically possible for you it seems like you've yeah. inherited something and the fact that they knew you were coming before you even arrived just uh, psh, listen yikes Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i mean you sound like you would use these gifts for good but it also terrifies me that, like, everyone in your family is like, oh, yeah, just two dead people. <laughs> it's fine. I know. They're going to break their leg tomorrow. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My next story is from Haley, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Uh, Haley's uh, topic is sweet 16 seances. Ooh. Hell yeah. So Haley says, hi, I'm Christine, Eva, and the whole fruity ar- arachnid crew. <laughs> Sorry, that's not- <laughs> The fruity ar- the God. fruity arachnids. We're such fruity arachnids. I think we like just found our team name. Yeah, um, that's a great band name, by the way. The fruity arachnids. So okay. you you requested birthday stories, so I decided to share the story of my sweet sixteen. Plus, maybe a little bonus story. So let's throw it back to the year two thousand eight. Oh, so pretty sure you're my age because yeah. my sixteenth was two thousand eight. Um. Yep. That okay. Yep. That means I am a nineteen ninety two baby. And I was like, I figured it out. Could have just finished the sentence. Okay. <laughs> um, That's not how we roll. I had a, I am a cancer, but my favorite, Hall- my favorite holiday is Halloween. Sorry. Whoa. This is Gio's first barking appearance in the new house. I'm so sorry. And it's empty. So it echoes like hell. Does this come out before or after Sunday? I believe it comes out Monday. Okay. I checked to make sure I didn't like spoil anything. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah. If you haven't heard the big news, maybe go listen to this week's episode because <laughs> something pretty wild happened to Christine. If you're on YouTube, you can see a very empty room she's sitting in. The okay. fruity arachnids have the taken fr- over <laughs> Cincinnati. 
Did you take Skylar with you? That's the real question. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, probably. He's probably somewhere in my boxes. Now Skylar's going to be like the ghost of your past house who still watches over the property. <laughs> okay. I am a cancer, but my favorite holiday is Halloween. So for several years in high school, I would wait to have my birthday party and throw a big Halloween party and said, God damn it. I wish I was your friend. That's so brilliant. This year we had a scavenger hunt, just an excuse to trick or treat since we're too old, quote, as some would say. But after a night filled with treats and goodies, we came back to my house and decided to use my mom's old Ouija board. Ooh, now I'm glad I was not there. (sighs) Jealous. Christine still wants to be your buddy for sure. (laughs) Uh, I had used it once before and my friend had totally messed it up and cheated. So I didn't have very high hopes. Everyone in the group seemed very serious. So when we got a response, we began asking questions. And the number one question on my mind was, would I get to meet my favorite band at the concert I was going to the the next day? The Fruity Arachnids? Wait a minute. We <laughs> never met you, so I don't think this turns out well we? for you. Oh. Throwback to 2000s pop punk. I was obsessed with Never Shout Never. That's the band I'm trying to learn the ukulele songs from. Oh. Oh, Blaze just is delivering something. Oh. <gasps> Who sent me champagne? Not- Renee. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not M goes, not me. <laughs> sorry, folks. Um, Blaze just brought like a really fucking fancy ass bottle of champagne, I guess, that was delivered. By Renee. I'm sorry. This. Ooh, oh, I don't want to tell girl. you my neighborhood liquor store, but there it is. <laughs> if you if you recognize that logo. Oh my god, this is fancy. Look at this bad boy. Ooh, she's That's a beaut. So nice. What was sorry. it for? Your B day? I think it's for the new house. Aww. Oh yeah, welcome to the neighborhood. Oh wait. Oh my god, no, it's literally, it's not even Renee, it's a Renee at the party source. <laughs> it's um, someone named Renee who works at the liquor store that I ordered booze from yesterday. Oh, the one who, wait, so the person who, wait. Okay, sorry, I'm really confused. Um, sorry, so remember how I said on yesterday's episode that somebody named Holly recognized me while they were delivering booze? Uh-huh. So I guess, I don't know, they must know we moved here or something. So Did- Holly Holly, in, like on her own then sent you champagne? I get, or the, the store did, because I don't know who Renee is, but... Well, I'm sure Holly, who works there, said, my favorite podcaster now lives in this location, <laughs> so... So shout out to the party source. This is, like, all growing up. My parents would always shop there, and now I'm, like, shopping there. It's very weird. Anyway, I'm so sorry for that interruption. Although, Holly, from. like, this is, like, a once-in-a-lifetime, because Holly sent you mail that is now being found, re- like, on the show. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, this is weird. Unless this... I mean, this may have been from Renee, and they just wrote the gift note. I don't know. I'll I'll ask. I'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll run into Holly again. I'm sure you'll be ordering Drizzly more. So. I'm sure that I'll be ordering more booze. Yeah. I'm sorry to uh, just totally delay or derail the conversation. No, no, no. You're good. Uh, basically, uh... Haley was wondering if they were going to meet Christopher Drew, by the way, who is the artist from Never Shut Never. I did not know that. I was obsessed with Never Shut Never in, really? uh, in college. I, they were, I loved them so much. Okay. Uh, the spirit said I would, and spoiler, I did. No. Oh, so, never cool. Shut Never. Okay, back to the story. We came in contact with a spirit whom we asked many questions. Who are you? Uh, when were you born? How did you die? Etc. My friends and I uh, were all on the dance team in high school. And as we learned more about the spirit, we found out that she had gone to the same high school and was on the same dance team as us about 10 years prior, but had died. Um, uh, I totally thought one of my friends was messing around again, but we had a full uninterrupted conversation with the spirit and it was undeniably a spirit. I never experienced anything like that. The session ended with my dad walking up the back window next to where we were sitting in the pitch black and scaring us. Mm-hmm. That's a very dad move, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It literally says in parentheses, such a dad thing. Oh, <laughs> and then um, I just can't read ahead. We just decided to make our <laughs> own statements. The next week we asked our team coach and she confirmed the name and death of a former dance team member, just like the Ouija board had said. I cannot believe it. I did some Googling and found out that she had been in a car accident and so many of the little details she had said were true. Her name, graduation, year, everything. Um, Wow. To this day, my friends swear they didn't cheat and it was, in fact, real. Yikes. Bonus story, a.k.a. my astral projection story. (gasps) 
A few months ago, my best friend was getting married in a city a few hours away. My boyfriend and I left that Friday and stayed overnight in a hotel the night before the wedding. And that night I had a dream, quote dream, I was back in my bedroom at my house. We sleep in the master bedroom, which has windows looking out over the roof of the family home on the main floor. And my uh, in my dream, there was a huge storm with high winds. I was awake in bed um, in my dream, uh, looking out those windows seeing the trees sway and worrying that one of them would fall on the house i wasn't startled awake uh or i was startled awake back in my bed in the hotel the dream was so vivid as if i was there the next morning myself and the other bridesmaids were getting our hair and makeup done when my boyfriend came into the room we were getting ready in and showed me a picture of our that our neighbor sent him of a tree that had fallen on the house exactly where i was in my dream oh I was in shock. I didn't even look at the weather before we left and had no idea there would be a storm. What the hell? Yikes. Um, my whole life, I have had premonitions, mostly knowing when someone was close to passing away, like my great grandma, great great aunt, grandma and grandpa. But I think this was the first time I had astral projected. I also recently had a lucid dream for the first time a few mm -hmm. months ago. But that's another story. Hopefully this is a good length. I love the long stories and hate for people hate when people apologize for their stories being long because more times than not, I wish they were longer. Well, anyway, have a wonderful day out there, you boozers and shakers. Haley. <gasps> wow. Can I just now go ahead and say I love dream stories and I know we had like two now. Can Do you guys have astral projection stories? Because I have some from my family. So if you guys send in your astral projection stories, I can share one of mine. In All right. That's, that's the theme. Yeah, I'm back in my groove, baby. If it wasn't going to be that, then it would have just been like more birthday stories. <laughs> mm -hmm. But anyway, yes, thank you, Haley, for your story. Oh, your turn. Oh, right. I'm like, anyway, what's next? <laughs> I'm like waiting for you to entertain me. <laughs> anyway, how you doing? Sing, monkey, sing. Dance, monkey, dance. Oh, listen, give us enough seconds and we'll both start talking about ourselves. So <laughs> I just assumed. Okay, so I have one story. Um, Who is that from? Sorry. Uh, that is from Haley. So Haley, I'm sorry, this one's pretty short, it looks like, but <laughs> I'm sure it's lovely. This is from Clem, who uses she, her pronouns. And the subject is birthday wishes from beyond the grave. Ooh. Okay. It says, hi, everyone. And that's why I drink. My story is about the most amazing person to ever have come into my life. My mom. Me. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, second, second. I'm sure you're second fine. place. I'm yeah. sure you're tied for first. It's Okay. Um, she was the third oldest in a family of 12 kids and was the rock of our whole family. Coming from such a large family, my mom became kind of a second mother to her younger siblings, as tends to happen. My youngest aunt, who is only 10 years older than I am, was considered my mom's first daughter, and she used to joke that she was her daughter until I came along. In September of 2011, my mom passed away from a sudden stroke. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Which obviously was a hard hit for our family. Forward to April of 2012, we were out celebrating my youngest aunt's birthday at a pizza place with our family, and I noticed my aunts whispering back and forth to each other and staring at me. I finally asked, what's going on? My aunt was like, well, I got a missed call today while I was in the shower. My initial response was like, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> then she told me the call was from my mom's phone. Okay, woof. Uh -uh. I told her that isn't possible. We shut off the line to the phone back in October of 2011. And whenever you try to call said number, all you get is white noise. Sure as shit, my aunt showed me the missed incoming call on her phone with the current date, which was my aunt's birthday, and my mom's name and phone number. Whenever I tell people the story, they all say, well, maybe it was a butt dial, but my mom's flip phone had been sitting in the bottom of my dresser. Or so, Sorry had been sitting in my bottom dresser uncharged since October 2011. Other people say, well, maybe whoever has the number now accidentally called my aunt, but what are the chances of a complete stranger having my mom's old number and my aunt's phone number? To this date, whenever it is any of our birthdays, we all just kind of have a chuckle and ask if mom called. Maybe kind of morbid, but my mom would have found the humor in the joke. Oh, mm. thanks, Clem. That's such a crazy story to have the call happen on your birthday. I've, I've, I feel like we've gotten some stories of that before where it's like a big day for someone and yeah. then someone that mattered that passed like called them or like a letter got sent to them or like Which, some yeah. weird impossible thing happens. That, it's like the, it's like a coincidence, but like what are the, the odds that it's a coincidence are so much wilder than if it were actually like a meaningful experience because like somebody would have had to get 
the new phone number, happened to d- misdial, happened to misdial on that person's birthday. I mean, it's just right. like it's so crazy. Mm. Oh, wow. Yikes. Well, that's really cool. So yeah, I think I, it's your mom. Oh, it's for sure your mom. Mm-hmm. That's been decided already. Duh. Whether or not you wanted it to be. <laughs> that's <Okay>. our call. <laughs> so uh, I think this is our last one. Yes. Is this the bonus? This is the bonus one. Okay. And it has nothing to do with birthdays, apparently. This is from Melissa. Uh, this apparently is not Melissa's real name. So we're getting a, a fun little uh, pseudo name. Anonymous, yeah. Anon. Who goes by <laughs> she, her pronouns. So thank you. Okay, for we're cracking the case one step at a time. We have broken it down to like kind of almost 50%. <laughs> really 33% if we're including non-binary. So we're, we're about a third way into this case. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, where are we? Okay. The subject line. Sorry. I definitely lost track of who I was and where I was. Me too. (laughs) Um, okay. So Melissa, she, her pronouns, and the subject line is, uh, I worked for the church of Scientology. Okay. Oh, well, Eva's been doing Scientology bonuses lately. I'm into it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. I like very, okay. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting worked <laughs> what up. What the hell? <laughs> so I I just finished the last season of Leah Remini's Church of Scientology. Oh, so like, I saw this up. and like my heart got like kind of swollen. I was like, <gasps> okay. Anyway, I'm very excited about this. And it's kind of long. Yay. Okay. Hey, podcast crew and pups. Aww, so I guess Juniper is not excluded. I call I call him a pup all the time. I call them my dogs because I get I just it's easier. So perfect. <laughs> so uh, just wanted to start this off by saying thank you for all that you do. I absolutely love the podcast and hope to go to a show one day. Hashtag team wine. But I love a good milkshake. Thank you. Uh, with that being said, I know Christine has a fascination with Scientology. Uh, so I thought <laughs> so I would share. Now so, I. <laughs> so I thought I would share my long but detailed story of my couple experiences with the cult. Oh, yeah. um, both times my interactions with Scientology were through a program called Narconon. Oh, and yeah. this is a drug and alcohol rehab center that is based off of L. Ron Hubbard's work and is closely affiliated with the church. Um, when I was 19. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Hey, he's screaming for help. He's like, take me back to L.A. Sorry. Um, sorry about that. I will take this moment to say Renee did send me that wine. So, oh, or that great. Wine. Sorry. I feel like I like took her credit away. Um, right, go ahead. When I was 19, my family sent me this program in California. I was a heroin addict and I had been, uh, I had been to roughly six other rehab centers. Although there were not, uh, although they were not aware it was based on Scientology at the time. So I guess this was just like the seventh sure. rehab They're trying center. trying to be sneaky. Mm. This program was, uh, this program was not afraid to say it was based on on Scientology once you got there, but to get you in the door, they always tried to keep it a secret. And I struggled through this program and got in a ton of trouble. I had roughly 20 ethics cycles when you get in, this is apparently when you get in trouble and they make you do manual labor. Holy shit. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I would have 20 ethics cycles as well. Um, I think I'd have more. (laughs) And the program took me six months to complete. I will say, uh, I will say this so it makes sense later down the road. They have something called a sauna program, and although some people believe it is quite dangerous, uh, which I imagine it could be, for me it was extremely beneficial to get my mind and body back to a place that felt good again um, after being an addict for five years. With that being said, I graduated, left the program, and relapsed fucking hard. Spent the next three years in and out of jail and using. Fast forward to 22 and I'm facing some crazy drug charges and I'm and am given the option to go to rehab again. Don't ask me why, but I called the Narconon and plan to go back to the Scientology based program because I remembered how great the new life detox or sauna made me feel. I get to the program and check in and fall in love with the man who checked me in and he was the most beautiful person I'd ever seen. <gasps> That's one way to get you into a cult. Wait, I mean, they definitely did it right. They just yep. put the handsome man right there. Work on me. Um, I completed my program and chose to stay there as an intern and I knew there was no way I could go back home and stay sober. And, uh, they gave free, they gave interns free room and board and food in exchange to work 12 to 16 hours a day, every day for six months without a single day off and know they do not pay you. What? That is some culty shit. 
you aren't allowed to date during this time either. So I'm just hardcore crushing on my future husband. Oh. I finally, I finally become a staff member. He asks me out on a date. I say, <gasps> I say yes. And we didn't tell the staff at Narconon because <laughs> we like to keep our relationships personal. And he ends up spending the night at my house that same week. And of course they find out. <gasps> Oh my People gosh. Find, okay, I need to know how they found out. That's so fucked up. Melissa, this is like the most dramatic story Completely. I've ever. This is the wildest ride. Okay. You should For, have like a bonus season on Leah Remini's show. I'm like yeah. so curious about Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hang on. Oh my gosh. Hang on. Where are we? Hang on. Oh, uh, they found out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I like just got so enticed. I get pulled into the CEO's office where she screams at me and calls me a slut. <gasps> Classic shame. Classic. Right? Um, proceeds to ask me if I even know him or like him. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, lady. They already had, (laughs) they already had a vendetta against me because I wasn't a Scientologist and they try to take ex addicts with nothing and give them internships, which immediately puts them onto the bridge to Scientology. So they made me pack a bag and told me I had to go to their sister center, their sister center, a few States over and do a major ethics cycle. Oh God. And then I could come back. So I do it. And surprise, surprise, it's absolute fucking torture. And they made this cycle last months, working 18-hour days um, and writing handwritten statements of wrongdoings that they save later and put in your folder and manual labor. No phone and no privileges, only to be told I'm never going back. So they like basically trapped... They trap Melissa here and and trick yeah took oh her phone. God. You're not going anywhere. Also making her like write like her personal list of like dirty secrets and like <gasps> every. That's reason. how they use that against you later. Oh, my, they yep. have like blackmail. Oh, so at this point, I'm a year clean and I'm like fuck this and I'm planning my escape. But I can't even use a phone to speak to my family my without escape. someone listening. Oh my gosh, and oh, can't and can't speak to uh, her family without someone listening. <sighs> I asked them if I could go pack up my apartment, um, and they said they would have someone do it for me, which really upset me, having all these people go through all my personal stuff, not to mention the most sentimental item that I had asked specifically for never made it back. Mm. Uh, Eventually, I snapped. I didn't know what was going on with my future, and I was tired of the mind games. They made up rumors that I was sleeping with people to try and tell my future husband that I was basically just some horny chick and didn't even like him. So, so I guess get him away from her. So I cussed out a couple of my coworkers and, yeah. book, and booked my flight. <laughs> uh, side note, they hadn't paid me in three months. And even though I lost my privileges, I was supposedly, I was supposed to get paid. Um, Fuck. This is when Leah Remini, the Leah Remini special came out. So the center was struggling because Leah Remini was like sure, calling bad, everyone out. Yeah. Bad image, bad PR. I made it back home safely, and even though they told me I would fail, I have been sober since coming up on four years this October, and my future husband reached out to me a month after I left, and we moved in together and have been together since. Sorry this is so long. I've been meaning to write it all out for a while. Love you guys, and thank you, Eva, for reading this hot mess of a story. Holy shit. I thought that was being facetious. You're actually together still? Nope. They're, like, straight up together. (gasps) This This is the craziest shit. Okay, first of all... You got yourself your man, one, two, your hot man, four, you are like, or two, you're four years clean now. That's incredible, by the way. Brava. Also, you escaped a cult. Like, holy shit. Can you write a book? This is the the book. This is the beginning of the book. I can't wait. I just read like the the intro. Yeah, the the prelude. What's it called? The prequel? No. What is wrong with me? (laughs) The note of by the author whatever um this was really crazy dude anyway melissa slash someone in one third of the of the uh the demographics of the universe i don't know who you are we will crack the case and then we won't tell anyone either but i just want to give you a big fat hug this is seriously like you've had this is a, a crazy tale well i'm just it sounds like you really came out uh on the complete other side on the up and up so i'm very very happy for you and then you found our podcast so that's like the highest achievement ever. oh i, I was gonna you... say yeah you fell a little bit there but i guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're succeeding oh uh, boy well thank you everyone who sent in your stories if you would like to be a part of next month's uh 
listeners episode, you can, again, submit your stories to, and that's why I drink at gmail.com. Please write listener story in the subject line. So that way it's easy for Eva to find. Um, maybe if we, if there's a theme, write the theme in there. The theme well. is astral projecting. Okay. Um, right. Also, episode. you can go to nathwaydrink.com and there's this like a form you can fill out if you aren't comfortable um, using your email. Yes. Yeah. And that's well, it. And come to our show on June 5th if you can. It's from home. So no travel. No needed. excuses. No excuses. If also, you have M, what? Happy birthday. Aw, happy birthday. <laughs> you look sad for a second. <laughs> next time next time we, we chat, we're going to be, I'm going to be 28. Ooh, so old. I hate, I, I am like one of those people who hate aging. So like. <laughs> In your 20s. <laughs> I like, I, I really just like, I'm one of those people where like society's put so much pressure on us to like have yeah. hit these milestones. Hit a milestone, yeah. And I, uh, last night I was literally wearing this tie-dye shirt. I was wearing uh, my Back to the Future hat. I was wearing my fish flops. Fish and I, flops. And I was playing with my Pokemon cards. And and I was like, I'm like close to 30. What the fuck is wrong? No, you're winning at life. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Truly. Well, anyway, uh, thank you everyone who came to you know listen to this. And thank you for sending your stories. And we'll see you next, next month for another episode. Bye. See you in July. And? That's. <laughs> why? We. Celebrate our birthdays. Happy birthday, Geminis. <laughs>